Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Masachas uh, Chagiga. Um, one, uh, actually sent out, I think you saw last night, the, the little, just a short intro of um, the arts called to the Masachta, but just a, a couple of things to keep in mind um, as we move forward in the Masachta. Number one is that, uh, just like some defining, some ter- to define our terms, I think, before we before we start a little bit, the uh, the pasuk says we have these pesukim many times in the Torah. Right, that three times a year, um, all males, all the males should be yira'ed. They should be seen. Uh, they should see the face of Hashem or be seen by uh, by and I may come in. You shouldn't. And you come to see me, says Hashem. You shouldn't come to see me empty-handed. So it's from there that the that uh, the mission of the Gemara going to assume this concept of mitzvah aliyah regel, that three times a year on the Shalosh men have a responsibility to go to uh, the base of Mikdash and to be seen there by Hashem, but not just to be seen there, but to be seen there with something in hand, right? You shouldn't come empty handed. Lo yei and come, we learn this idea of basically uh, the, the, the korban known as the Olas Re'iyah, right? It's a korban Ola, gets burnt entirely on the Mizbeach. Um, and we're going to talk about two other korbanos also that a person would bring with their go on uh, Aliyah Regal, the, the Shame Chagiga, the Patek says, Shalosh Regalim Tachog Li Bashana, how are you Tachog, right? It doesn't just mean celebrate. In Halacha, every pasta comes to tell me there's some action I'm supposed to take, something I'm supposed to do. So Tachog Li Bashana means to bring a korban Chagiga, Shame Chagiga, the, the title of our Mesech, the Chagiga, comes in that, uh, that, that korban. Again, it's, we call it Chagiga, but it's a Shame Chagiga in the sense that it's a Shlamin. Uh, and, it's, and it's eaten. Uh, a lot of it is eaten by the people, by the person himself. Um, as, and, and in addition, uh, you, a person would bring a, a korban called shamei simcha. Shamei simcha for also from the pasuk says v'samachta bechagecha. You're supposed to have simcha. How, how you have simcha? And simcha ela bebasar veyayin, etc. So a person should bring another korban called the shamei simcha. And we're going to talk about all the details of these uh, these korbanos as we uh, as we move along. Um, so the the mishnah. On the top of Bezam and Aleph, tells us Everyone is required to fulfill the mitzvah of Re'iyah. What does that mean? So it says Rashi, The mitzvah of all men being seen. And that a person is required to be seen by Hashem in the Azara of the Beis Hamidosh on the Regal. At this point, we don't know, if you're just reading Rashi, or just reading the Mishnah, I wouldn't know if there's a requirement to, to uh, if there's a separate mitzvah of Re'iyah being seen separate from coming with a korban itself, or is there having the korban in hand part of that mitzvah? We're going to have to see as we, as we move along. But the, the idea being that there's a, a mitzvah on hakol, on everyone, to be, uh, to be seen by Kadosh Baruch Hu on the Shalosh Regalit. Okay, so whenever we say hakol, always that means, yeah, everyone except for a certain people. Chutz, except for the following. Cherish. Cherish refers to a person who is uh, uh, not just a, a person who is deaf, but is deaf and blind. Uh, and they can't, they can't uh, um, a person who is deaf in, in those days was unable to be educated. Uh, it doesn't mean a person was just simply not able to hear. It meant much more in terms of what they, uh, their handicap they weren't really considered like a, they weren't able to function uh, like most other people. Uh, shota refers to somebody who is uh, mentally incapacitated. Uh, katan, someone's on the age of Barba Mitzvah. 
Tumtum Vajraganus. Tumtum is a person who has uh, no uh, male or female organs. Draganus is a person who has both. So their status as male or female is, uh, is, is, uh, is uh, in question to a certain extent. Um, nashim, women do not, are not required in this mitzvah. Va'avadim she'ina mishukharim. And uh, slaves who are not, have not been freed. We'll have to see as we go along why, we'll get to that, we'll get to that right away, um, what, why, why that matters. Um, but a slave hasn't been freed. A chiger, a chiger is a person who has a physical handicap and they're not able to, to walk, not able to get themselves to walk from, from, we'll see from where, but typically from Yishalayim to the Harabayas. Ve'asuma, um, someone who's blind. Ve'achola, someone who's sick. Ve'azakein, and someone who's an elderly. And any person who's not able to walk up to the Harabayas. We're going to have to see what the actual shear is, how far they would have to be able to walk in order to... Uh, Go up. So take a look at Rashi for a second. Rashi is right? Someone who doesn't have das, someone who doesn't know how to, doesn't have the ability, the mental capacity to think and to understand the responsibility of mitzvos. So they're they're part different mitzvos. So a child's like that, a shodah's like that, and a and a cherish is also that way. Hachiger uh, someone who's uh, um, physically handicapped and someone who is blind. Kula yalef mikray. The gemara, the gemara is going to learn all these things out. Any person who's not able to go up by foot, it says Rashi, right? person who can't walk from Yushalayim to the Azara. It doesn't mean someone who can't walk from Tel Aviv or someone who can't walk from Be'er Sheva. But someone who's already in Yushalayim and, and is not able to walk up to the Azara, that's what we're talking about here. And again, the Gemara is going to explain more of this. Um, fine. So back to the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Ezehu Katan, what is it? What, who, who, who is a, uh, a Katan, a child for this? When it comes to this halacha, kol she'enu yachal lirkov al ketefav shal aviv v'la'alos miyushalayim laharabayis tiver b'shemay. So b'shemay says, what's a child when it comes to this halacha? Meaning a child who's not required to fulfill the mitzvah of of avaliyad uh, al So any any child who can't ride on his father's shoulders and go from yushalayim to the harabayis, that's going to make that group much uh, you know much smaller. It must be a very very little child, right? Even a even a three year old. Can can ride on his, on his father's shoulders, um, so it must be very little children. Uh, so Beishilah says no. It means any child who's not able to hold his father's hand and presumably walk alongside, right, and to go from Yushalayim to the Harabayas. Because the Patsik refers to these play, these times as a shosh rigalim, the three legs, and meaning the three times you go by foot. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, Ezu Katan. Well, the, the question obviously is, what, what kind of question is that? Ezu Katan wants the answer. A child is less than 13 years old. Right? So what's, so what's the commissioner really asking me? At uh, what stage am I required to be mechanich, my child, to start doing the mitzvah of the Ali al Regal? Right? That's really the question that's being asked. Because of, uh, of uh, you know, uh, look, look at Rashi. So Rashi says, Ezu Katan, Avav Mikan Ve'elech, Af Apisha Eno Chayvina Torah, Right? Meaning, obviously, uh, you know, if the child is 12 years and 11 months, he's not chayv in the mitzvah of Ali al Regal. Right? Mina Torah. A katan's not chayv in any mitzvahs. My son likes to remind me of this all the time. I'm not really required, right? So, but, um, but the, uh, 
But the point is, the question that we're being asked is, well, at what stage am I required to be machet to teach him? Right? But what age is he going to be uh, age appropriate that he can actually do it that I can start being machanichim in this mitzvah? And to bring his own korbanos? That's a good question. I'm not sure. That's a good question. Um, good question. Um, we'll have to see. Let's keep, let's keep that in mind as we move forward. Um, says Rashi, Shalosh Regalim. Right. Right, it's not right. Yeah, interesting, right? Because the mitzvah is on both. Right, very good point. Uh, but by the way, because it could be if, if a situation is no father, right? It could be a situation with no father, the mother would be required to take him to Yishalayim. She takes It could, right? Because he has it, because they require chinach on him. Right? Even, if, even if she doesn't have a, a requirement to go, she has a requirement to be mechanichim. Maybe that's why Rashi's coming to tell me that, uh, that, that if a woman isn't married and she has a, has a son, so at a certain age, she has to start taking him to Yishalayim, even though he has no father to take him. Shalosh um, regalim. So, so what did Beis Hillel says? No, it's not just a question of, uh, you know, um, able to be taken by his father as long as he can carry him on his shoulders. But rather, shalosh regalim. It's only someone who's able to walk on their legs. Is does the pasuk require them to do it in the first place? So, kevin the gadol pater min Torah, katan lav Right? So meaning, what, what Rashi is getting at here, I believe, is an adult who can't walk, right? an adult who can't, who can't walk up to the Harbais is also not higher than this one. Right? So meaning, what Basil is saying is that you can't, if, if, if the requirement even for an adult to, for the mitzvah of Aliyah Regal is that they be able to walk up to the Harbais, right? someone who's a chigar, someone who's any yachalalos, does not require, have the requirement to do this, they're patr from the mitzvah. So a child who's not, again, a child who will eventually be able to walk, but right now can't, you can't say they're chayv in the mitzvah midin chinuch, because if an adult of his, with his ability wouldn't be required to do the mitzvah, so certainly the child um, isn't, isn't uh, you can't have a mitzvah of chinuch on a child when minatar that wouldn't be required, required to do so either. Uh, either. So it's an interesting point. Okay. Um, another interesting conversation about the, the, when the mitzvah of chinuch begins in general, right? The, the Gemara Sukkah says you only you only mechanech a child in the mitzvah of lulav when they're able to when they're, when they're old enough l'naneavo to shake the lulav even though the mitzvah of lulav mikra din is just to pick it up. Right? So let me point out that the requirement of chinuch is we only mechanech children in mitzvahs once they are ready to start performing them in the right way. Right? You don't teach it. You can teach a, a very very little child to do certain physical actions of mitzvahs that they don't really know what they're doing and they can't really do it well, but they can technically perform the mitzvah b'diyevit. We don't start children of chinuch when they can start doing it b'diyevit. We start them when they can do it the right way, and that's the, the right time to, do, to, to start the mitzvah of chinuch. So maybe the same, same idea here also. Um, okay, back to the Mishnah. Be'shamei omrim, hari'iyah sh'teich ha'esef, ve'achagiga ma'ak ha'esef. So Be'shamei says that the olas re'iyah should be valued at two silver coins. Rashi says, sh'teich ha'esef, gadol ha'bal lehei os. An adult is going to be seen at the base of Middash, Sarek Lahavi Ola, Veina Pchusa Mishte Kasef, Shte Maos Kasef, Shehein Shlish Dinar. So Shte Kasef is two Maos of, of Kasef, that's, that's the value of the Korban, um, which is a third of a Dinar. Um, so we're going to see, we'll, we'll see, Lord actually says, Shinamar of Loya Ruf and I come, because the Pazit says you can't show up with nothing in hand, Veyalaf Pigamar, Shet Sarek Lahavi Ola. Do you see from the Gemara? The Gemara will learn. They have to bring something with you. 
And even though the Torah never tells you what well, you have to bring, don't come empty-handed. I could come with uh, you know, one grain of barley in my hand. Nevertheless, the Chacham tell us, or, or at least what type of korban it has to be, or how valuable the korban has to be. Nevertheless, the Chacham uh, gave us a shir. Fine, but the Chagiga says Rashi, Chagiga, Shamei Chagiga, Chayavin Hayechidim Lahavi Beregel, Diafin Labashili Pir. Again, we're going to learn later on in the parak about the requirement of every, every individual to bring a Shamei uh, Chagiga from a Chagosem Osa, Oso Chag Lashem, which says you have to be, you have to be Chogig the Yadif. So uh, that, that Bishamah says has to be only Ma'akasef. So it's half the value. Uh, only one, one, uh, uh, one Ma of Kasef, which, uh, which would be uh, a sixth of a Dina, I guess. Okay. Ubeis Hila Omrim, Hariya Ma'akasef, Hagigashle Kasef. So Beis Hila is the opposite. That Korban Ria, the Olas Ria, should be uh, one, and the Hagiga is going to be two. So it's basically the question of which one should be more valuable, which one should cost more. Should, according to Beis Shammai, the Olas Re'iyah needs to, needs to be valued higher, the Chagiga less. According to Beis the, the, the Chagiga is valued more, and the Re'iyah is valued less. And the Gemara is going to explain what this Machalokas is, uh, is all about. Fine. So the, the, the classic beginning to any Gemara that follows a Mishnah which starts with Hakol is to ask you the following phrase, Hakol la'asuye mai. Right? You said everyone is included, and then you gave me a list of all the people who are excluded. Right? So if you're telling me everyone's included, with the exclusion of all of these other people, so Gemara's going to want to know, so what's the purpose of telling me hakol? Everyone's everyone? Everyone for what person? purpose? What are you coming to include? What would I have you know, neglected to include in this, uh, in this mitzvah if you hadn't told me that hakol chayav and you could have said, Kol Zacharim Chayavim Beriyah, something like that, or Zacharim Chayavim Beriyah. What do you mean, Hakol Chayavim Beriyah? What are you coming to include with the phrase, with the word Hakol? So there's many, many Gemaras, many Mesachdas uh, even, beginning of Prakim, that begin with this phrase, Hakol Asuyimai. So uh, says the Gemaras files. So what, what are you coming to include with the phrase Hakol? So the Gemara answers, La Asuyay, Mi Shechetzo Eve Vechetzo Ben Chorin. Coming to include a person who is half a slave and half free. Why? Because we explained already that someone who is a, fr- a, a slave and not freed, so that person is excluded from the requirement of aliyah ragel. So the, what's, when we say hakol, we say, well, just so you know, you might have thought that the avadim she'inam mishukharim, the slave that's not free, he's out. So maybe also a slave who's only half free is also out. Kamash Malan comes to the mission to tell me hakol. No, everyone's included. Even this Eved, who's only a half an Eved, and he's half, uh, half a free person. Okay. Ula Ravina da Amar Mishachetzu Eved Vechetzu Ben Charin Patim Minariya Akol Asuyemai. But Ravina was of the opinion that a half Eved. He says he says explicitly that someone who's a half Eved and a half Ben Charin, half free person, is uh, is not is putter from the mitzvah of Eved. So that can't be our. That's not the person we're including here. So according to Ravina. What is the mission of coming to include? Because it can't be coming to include this individual, because according to him, that individual is excluded from the mitzvah, or at least not required to fulfill it. So according to him, says the Gemara, comes to include a scenario where a person was handicapped on the first day of Yantif, and then they were healed. They got better 
on the second day of Yantif, right? A person who had a, whatever, had surgery, a person who had hurt himself, they got, they got injured. And so for one day, they weren't able to, uh, to walk up to the Harabayas, but then by the next day already, they're feeling better. So now they uh, are able to go up. So w- what's the point? The point being that the, the question Gemara is going to ask is, it depends on how you understand the mitzvah of Tashlumen, of how you're going to, you know, if you, if you missed it. Let's say you didn't, you didn't bring your Olas Riyah on day one. So do you have a chance to make it up? So it depends on how you understand the mitzvah of making it up. So the Gemara says, If you understand that all the days of Yantav, let's say Sukkot, for example, or Pesach, that all those days are Tashlumen one for the other, right? Then, then what's going to happen? So then when I, when I go to bring the Tashlumen on day three or four or five or whatever, so that can work. Why? Because you, you might have argued that if I was putter from bringing the korban on day one, right, if, I was, if I was injured on day one and I'm not able to go up, right? So, and, if, if, and if my bringing the korban on day two, three, four is all just a makeup from my original requirement. Let's say, let's say I, uh, I, so I didn't bring it on day one, so I want to bring it on day three. So what's the question you ask someone when they want to do tashlumen? You want to make up something that you missed? Well, were you even required to do it on day one? So if tashlumen is just a makeup for day one, if, I was, if the person was injured on day one, do they have to fulfill that mitzvah again? Does tashlumen work? It's just, no, because they never had a requirement on the first day. They were, they were, they were injured, right? It's like somebody who, uh, who is an who is, uh, onain for shacharis. They, 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 uh, a relative passed away, and they didn't, uh, and so they didn't die in shacharis because the, 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 the relative wasn't buried until later in the day, until the afternoon. So they have to do tashlumen on that shacharis, which they missed. The answer is no. Why not? Because they weren't required to daven at shacharis. Right? If a person missed shacharis, but if you weren't required to, to daven shacharis, then you don't make it up. So the Gemara says here, I understand. If every day is a tashlumen for itself, so I, I can make up, you know, day two on day two or day three or day, or day you know, when I bring it on day four, it's for day three, etc. Then I understand. Because in that case, that person who missed day one, they can make it up on day three or day four or day five because they, they actually still have a chiv, right? But But if every, if every day, if every time I make up the Olas Riyah, just a make up for the first day, that's not going to work. Why not? Because the person wasn't required to bring the Korban on the first day. So therefore, according to that opinion, you're going to have a problem understanding what this Hakol is coming to include, and we'll continue with that tomorrow.